Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. How are you good doing morning. Uh, this morning? It's uh, Monday, uh, heading into September. So uh, we'll be in Colorado. We'll start to experience some cooling of weather. When does it? When does that happen for you guys up there in New Hampshire? It starts. The evenings are already starting to cool a little bit, and so we're we are seeing that downtrend. But um, you know, September is a free for all out here. You know, you you never quite know what you're going to get. Um, but as it comes, I got to say, I get more and more excited to have the sweatshirts on and to have the, the bonfires. And that's when in the summertime, a lot of times we don't do our outdoor movie nights, but in the fall, we're all about sitting outside and doing an outdoor movie in the backyard and just nice. enjoying, enjoying the crispness of the fall. Yeah. So looking forward to it, honestly. Yeah. In Colorado, um, the beautiful thing here is that, um, the fall colors, they start about the third week of September up at the high mm -hmm. high levels of the mountains. Right. Um, and it's what's called here peak. Uh, yeah. So all the colors are vibrant and, and most of the trees are, are uh, you know, uh, changed. And so we in Colorado, and Lynn and I do this, um, we go up there mm -hmm. and we experience it. And we basically follow it week after week after week down the mountain. Oh, nice. So it's, nice. it starts about the third week of September and it ends about the first or second week in November at our house. Oh, really? So we'll we'll be able to have a, we have fog. That's going. a long transition. That's a, that's a very, that's, well. That's much longer than our transition. Yeah, because, because your elevation isn't, isn't as high. Mm -hmm. So you're, you have a compressed season, our season. Right. So like, for example, in um, October, when we're down the mountain, what was peak up in the high high country? Right, is all the leaves are gone already. Right. So we all we do is go to the place where there's peak. <laughs> so, right. Uh, well, that's it, we'll get you know second half of September. You'll start to see you know little pockets of change. Even actually, there's one tree in our backyard that always goes early, and and we're already seeing a couple leaves on it. But you won't really see any of that till mid-September and then it kind of starts but then those first two weeks of October up here are stunning yeah, yeah they're fantastic just absolutely stunning yeah you know yep and we're but then ours you know a storm comes through and we're done yep so <laughs> yep. we're coming up to October New Hampshire to do our retreats and exactly uh, looking forward as to we, it as we shared with Scott and uh, Kristen last week uh, we're gonna try to get get them to open up their lake house for us so we we all yeah, get to see that yeah that'll, so. that'll be fun right yeah well we've um uh, this is kind of a special session we've been talking about discerning god's will and uh what has come up uh that's now more prevalent uh is this issue of the vaccine mhm mm um and it's interesting enough you know it's it's sticky and tricky and uh different than everything else we've ever had so that uh, there's vaccines have been, you know, here for our, our my whole lifetime. Uh, right. And 
there never was a discussion about should you or shouldn't you take the vaccine. Um, you know, I once in a while people would say, you know, what happened with you? as a kid? Did you ever take the polio vaccine? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, I took the polio vaccine. And um, uh, there's been um, over the last you know probably ten or fifteen years, you know, concern about so many vaccines for children. Right. And so a lot Bit of, of an anti-vax movement, anti-vax yeah. and or limited vax of, eh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not so sure about uh, the uh, the speed of at which you give it or, or the quantity that you give it. Uh, so we've all been, yeah, we've all, okay, you know, what what is your decision choice? And mm-hmm. It's never been a problem. Well, because of the, uh, the way the government has portrayed the virus, uh, the vaccine has taken on a different position. Uh, mm-hmm. on two levels. One is it's that if you don't take the vaccine that you're you're harming society. And then what they're trying to do with it is that we're going to force you to realize a consequence if you don't take the vaccine. So now there's a vaccine passport, like for example, in New York City. New York City, right. And a few other cities are already talking about it. A few other cities. Well. Yeah. And that is that literally... If you haven't taken the vaccine and can't prove you've taken the vaccine, you cannot enter into this space. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically your your life, your social life in New York is shut down. Um, mm-hmm. So it, uh, interesting consequence to that. Uh, well, as a result of that, <laughs> Christians are on every side of that and mm-hmm. uh, causing a lot of division, a lot of consternation, a lot of... Uh, well, if you say I should, I guess I should, even though I don't think I'd like to. Um, and so they're defaulting to either somebody else's opinion of it and or deciding I'm not doing it. That's it. Right. Um, or sitting in so much anxiety over hearing so many differing things coming at them from all directions that yes. they don't know what to do. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and, uh, and I may have a negative consequence, which... There are people that, for example, work for universities that I know that I'm working with actually right now. Uh, at the moment, it's not official, but they could have a consequence where you, you can't work here anymore. Right. Well, that's loss of income. Uh, mm-hmm. And am I willing to trust that given that I need income? <laughs> you know, so. Right. And we're seeing that in several companies. And in fact, um, it did come down that the military is going to be required now to vaccine as well. That's that's where they're headed with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, another issue uh, that is coming up, and this is parallel, so we'll talk about them together, uh, is because of the churches shut down, um, a lot of bodies, groups, fellowships, small groups started new churches or are considering starting new churches. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but they're coming out of another body. Uh, so the question is, should we proceed? If they, if they open back up, should we go back? Uh, uh, I don't like what they've done. And so uh, I'm going to do this because I don't like what they've done. What's mm-hmm. the motivation? Uh, what's my viewpoint toward people that I know in the church that, that are not happy with me starting a church? Uh, how do I do all that? Uh, right. It's kind of interesting enough. It's kind of the same thing uh, mm. that we're going to have to deal through. And and the reason we want to deal with this specifically about the vaccine, it's not 
alone to say, well, this is, is exactly the answer for the vaccine. It's rather, as life is interesting enough, as life gets more chaotic mm-hmm. and new things come up that I've never had to deal with. Like I used to be going to this church and everything seemed to be fine. And now I'm looking at a new, new church startup or a new body. And uh, how do I handle that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got friendships on both sides of that. Um, how do I handle this vaccine issue, both for my personal choice, and then secondly, um, how do I handle people that don't agree with me? Right. And the consequences of that that's going to happen for me. And then third is, how could I assist others to seek God's will in the process? And and yes. so what we're going to go through is we'd really urge you to take good notes. Um, and then uh, realize to process through this because it's going to come up more and more and more and more and more. Right, and uh, more and more issues. These and are more, just these happen more, to be two of the ones we're seeing. They're right just now, two right now coming. that we can relate to, and then uh, mm-hmm. you can apply them in the in the future. Uh, so, let's go ahead and start. Um, the first one is uh, remember the uh, the premise is uh, there's a there's a difficult issue. Uh, it seems to be impacting more than just me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to know the three things that I'm that we're going to deal with. How do I make a decision? Mm-hmm. How do I handle the consequences of that decision that uh, is maybe coming as a result of my decision? Right. And then third is how do I uh, work with other people that disagree, and how do I help them to see God's will in light of the fact that they may be disagreeing with me, but that in a sense shouldn't matter if we're, if we're both seeking God's will or what if they right. don't. And so it'll be, we'll, we'll cover all that. So let's start with, first of all, uh, James 1, uh, 5 to 8, which is where we start uh, the process. Uh, so James 1, 5 to 8. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Yeah. So um, by definition, these sticky wickets... Uh, we don't know the answer, right? Uh, we can't. We can't come to a conclusion about it because a couple of reasons. One is it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's new. Um, I've never faced this before, um, mm-hmm. and I know by definition, if I approach this with my flesh. I'm going to look at it completely in the natural and with logic mm-hmm. um, as opposed to God says, well, why don't you ask me? Because why? Well, I know, <laughs> I know the answer. Right. Um, and there's nothing too difficult for me so that this isn't, this doesn't surprise me. It doesn't throw mm-hmm. me for a loop. I know the answer and my job is to get you the answer. Right. Uh, he said, he said, so to begin with, um, first of all, have a heart to say, I don't know it and I can go to God to get it. 
Mm-hmm. He said, you got you to kind of have that heart if you've already decided. Which takes some humility as well as willingness, as well as willingness to go to neutral and get out of your own way. Okay, so describe what that means. Uh, go, to, go to humility, get out of your own way, go to neutral. What does that mean? Well, you know, talking about the humility side, it is, it's a hard thing for a lot of us because we consider ourselves smart, well-educated, well-researched on these things, and we assume we know an answer. And so just stepping back and recognizing that the God of the universe knows more than we do. Yeah. And so it's worthy of asking him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's, there's a starting point in humility and the neutral um, is really you know, I, I, I personally got a correction, um, when we were determining, you know, okay, God asking him, you know, what are we, what are we to do? And he corrected my heart. And he's like, do you realize that your definition of neutral at this moment is I'm not going to get it unless you tell me otherwise. And he's like, that's not neutral, Kathy. Neutral is what do you want me to do? God, what do you have to say? Right. And then that can go wherever I take you. But your definition of neutral was not neutral. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I see it. But it took me, it, it took him showing me that I wasn't coming at it from neutral to begin with in the process. So I had to correct my heart before I could even really start seeking the wisdom. Right, right. And a lot of people um, ask binary questions with, uh, I believe I should. Yes. Um, uh, I, I am interested in should I or should I not, and let me know if what I think is right isn't right. Right. Um, and God says, well, <laughs> why don't you ask me just what do I have to say about it and let me guide you and lead you through it. Right. Uh, I'll get you your answer, um, but have a heart, a neutral heart. And interesting enough, uh, the biblical definition of humility is really interesting. Um, when I say to somebody, are you humble? Mm-hmm. They generally take that as, do I consider myself to be worthless? And mm-hmm. am I willing to do whatever anybody else wants me to do? And isn't that a good thing? Right. And uh, that's not humility. No, no. <laughs> uh, the biblical definition of humility is, uh, and it says, uh, by the way, Moses was one of the most humble on earth. Uh, and he wasn't a wallflower. He wasn't mm-hmm. a passive whatever. Um, the definition is willing to go to agreement with God. Yes. Uh, I'm willing to go to agreement with God because, which implies a couple things. And you said it. I've got my ego will out of the way. Mm-hmm. I want to seek God's will, and I'm I'm uh, uh, willing. Uh, to surrender my will to his truly with neutrality to get his answer, knowing mm-hmm. that my my process is to walk into his answer because it's best and none better. And I'm, right. I'm, I have a humility about that. Interesting enough, uh, when you discover God's will, in a sense, your whole, your whole uh, uh, demeanor changes. Um, yes. I saw it, I saw it, I saw it, I saw it, I saw it. I received it. Now he says, now go with great confidence. Um, mm. It's going to happen. You step with me, it's going to happen. Uh, speak it, uh, believe it, move forward. Don't, don't look back. Uh, don't be hesitant. Go with, go with confidence. It's yeah. an interesting thing. And even thing. that, that's not the confidence is not in yourself. The confidence is in what God has spoken. Exactly. 
Uh, and, and so and, those are two different things. And he's going to fulfill it. Yeah. So he says, okay, you lack wisdom. Um, he says, well, the simple thing is, why don't you ask me? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and if you ask me, I'll tell you. Right. Uh, and he says there, I'll tell you generously or liberally, uh, the word there is with great clarity. Mm, I'll, lead, I'll lead you with clarity to your answer. Uh, ask me, he said, but <coughs> the key is uh, you got to believe I'm going to get you the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is one thing to settle as you approach this. So as I'm looking at the vaccine or I'm looking at this uh, church that I'm involved in, uh, are going to get involved in. Uh, he says, if you ask me the question, what do you got to say about this? You got to believe, settle, I'll get you the answer. Mm-hmm. If you say, I'm not sure I'll get it. I doubt if I'll get it. What if I don't get it? He says, I'm not going to bother telling you because you're mm-hmm. double-minded. And the double-mindedness, the interesting enough, the, the picture there is the picture in a sense of a washing machine, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm, interesting. Um, you're not settled so that you can receive it because when I say it to you, you have to receive it mm-hmm. and know that I'm the one giving it to you. Uh, and that if I didn't give it to you, uh, wow, I just had my uh, lights uh, change here. Hold on just a second. Yeah, I just saw that. Um, I mean, uh, I got a little device here that should hit handle this. Hold on. So um, uh, he says you gotta, you got to, uh, uh, you know, trust me uh, that, uh, whoa, all went out now. There we go. Had a windy day there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of wind inside. The Holy Spirit just took over the whole place. Uh, so uh, as, as we experience that, he says, uh, if you're still evaluating whether I'm telling you, uh, because you're still trying to decide in the flesh, then I can't mm-hmm. tell you. You got to get it settled. Right. I'm going to tell you. Now, this is cool uh, that as he does that, he says, my burden, Christ speaking, God speaking, mm-hmm. is, is to get you the answer in a way you can receive it. Right. And he knows how we receive things, right. too. He knows what, what will pique our interest and how we hear him best. Right. Um, so uh, what you do at this point uh, is you write down the issue in your journal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have, I have a question about whether or not... Um, uh, what do you have to say about me taking the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Uh, or what do you have to say about this startup church that I'm part of? Uh, what would you have to say about that? And you write mm-hmm. that down. Uh, and you say, I'm going to ask you, and I expect an answer. Okay, so that's where you start. Uh, all right, go to, go to Matthew uh, 10, uh, 34 to 38. Do not think that I have come to bring peace on earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword for I have come to set man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Okay. 
so uh, Christ is making an interesting statement here. Uh, as you're pursuing wisdom, what, is he, what did he basically just say to you? That his is above all. It's, we're looking to him above any other authority or any other sense of approval. Yet a lot of times we, we tend to go to the approval of those around us. Yeah, yeah. And so he's saying that um, if you're going to be worthy, mm -hmm. you have to completely follow me, mm -hmm. which is what? I'll receive your answer for me. Okay, remember it's you. Right. So um, as you even are processing it, and we'll get to uh, the joy of unity and, and how that works, but um, your first discussion is you personally with God mm -hmm. to say, what would you say that I can hear about this issue from you with a heart to follow? And he says, right. he says, I may tell you something that somebody else will find uh, offensive. Mm -hmm. uh, offensive in that I don't agree with you. Right. Um, and therefore, it could create conflict. Mm -hmm. He says, let it go. That's okay. Um, I haven't come, and he says this really interesting, I haven't come to make so your relationships are all uh, in at peace. Mm -hmm. He says, I've come to, to lead you into truth. And by the way, best and none better. Why? I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. I'm going to give you life and give it to you super abundantly. So he says, all of that's true. And it's, it's tricky because, because you're, you're in a difficult world. Mm -hmm. And we're experiencing that more and more and more with COVID and with the government's reaction to COVID and what they're requiring us to do or not do. Uh, well, that's a difficult place. Um, mm -hmm. uh, like the person in, in New York, um, and we'll, we'll, we're going to get to this, um, they said you can't enter a social place without a vaccine. Right. Well, there's a consequence to that. Um, so you could conclude, I guess, my life, if I choose not to take the vaccine, or I feel God's leading me not to take the vaccine, I guess my life is going to be crummy. Mm -hmm. And God says, well, why'd you say that? Right. Well, because I can't go to a restaurant. I can't. He says, well, what if I gave you a different way of having joyful, exceptional life? Are you willing to believe that? Are you willing to let me show, right. you, show you that? Uh, which, by the way, including you might need to move. Uh, might be the time to move. Um, uh, what's the answer? What's the answer? And yeah, and this is what you talk about when you say it's not so binary. It's right. you know that that there's a lot more to question in all of that and allow him to lead because his solutions and his provision is much different than what we necessarily see. Yeah, uh, and so he says, um, always, uh, always seek me process to until you get clarity mm -hmm. um, if it causes problems that's okay i can handle that and i'm going to mm -hmm. help you handle it but don't let the desire i don't want to ever have a problem with anybody i never want to be mm -hmm. in conflict with anybody he said even your closest people around you he's talking about your family right which you, you know you don't want to be in conflict with anybody in your family um I guess I guess I should just I, I should agree with them or I guess I should just avoid uh, the truth so that they're happy. And God said, well, 
as I'm going to give you my answer, what do I say? You got to believe it. You got to process it. You got to mm-hmm. receive it and get and get confirmation. You know, which we'll talk about. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, so we seek God and trust God, and and it's okay that if we have a difference of opinion. Okay. Now let's see about what he says. He talks about authority. Uh, go to Romans uh, 13 and, and ver- read verses one to seven. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resist what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. And keep going. Oh, that's it, right? Oh, that's the end that's of it. That's it. Yep. That okay. should be seven. Yep. Okay, good. Yeah, I got it. Um, I, had, uh, I had two of them at the same time. Uh, uh-huh. So um, uh, as you uh, understood that, he said, well, uh, there is governance uh, throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the structures um, are, are natural and ordained you know, by God as a way to, you know, bring about uh, order Mm -hmm. uh, and understanding. And you are going to wind up under those authorities. Right. Uh, So that uh, uh, as you look at it, and by the way, this is cool. Uh, This is a by the way. Uh, When everything is uh, done, Christ returns uh, at the end of the millennium. He creates, he destroys our earth and creates a new heaven and a new earth. Mm-hmm. Guess what he says? In that new place, now into eternity, after Satan's gone, everybody's everybody is a believer, uh, following God, walking with God at the Holy uh, Spirit, uh, and they're in their resurrected bodies. Mm-hmm. He says there's going to be nations and organizations and businesses with authority. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's an interesting, interesting, uh, uh, interesting God ordained structure that he and again, he's setting up the premise here that fundamentally uh, and we'll talk we'll talk about that. It's not, again, uh, universal or always, mm-hmm. but he's setting up the uh, fundamental approach is uh, what the law says, what the ruler says uh, is in essence conform to that mm-hmm. um, don't fight against it uh, don't try to you decide you shouldn't do something because you don't like it uh, it's okay now that that's true what would you have me do now mm-hmm. uh, so that for example um, if you're in New York City today um, and, and we'll get to uh, the decision, but let's assume you've made the decision. I believe God said, no, don't take the vaccine. 
Well, if you live in New York City, the rulers, the authorities mm-hmm. have said, then you can't go into a restaurant. You can't go to right. a show. You can't go to an event. You can't go into a social environment. Um, God doesn't say, well, uh, go fight against that. Mm-hmm. He would say, all right, let me show you now my answer to you in that situation, knowing that that's what the authorities have said. And, right. and, and see, and look at it this way. The focus uh, is more toward following God as opposed to I think I should mm-hmm. fight, argue, and come against uh, this. Now, by the way, God could tell you, um, you know, go to your gov- go to your mayor uh, and appeal to him. Mm-hmm. That, that's an answer. Um, that's okay. It's not that you don't uh, are not active in in things, but it's it's don't spend all of your energy fighting against the rulers. He basically right. says, and even oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. I was going to say even in that. Um, surrendering your heart and asking him for that. You know, am I going to the authorities and standing up for this because God is calling me to step in for such a time as this and to speak to this? Or am I going in out of fear of losing what I think is important and actually maybe what is even potentially an idol in my life? Yeah, exactly. And I'll give you a great example. Um, and so great, there's some heart issues there to, to examine with him. Give you a great example of that. Um, uh, Wilberforce was a, uh, a legislator mm-hmm. uh, in the, um, uh, just the parliament at England. Mm-hmm. Uh, this back in the uh, 1800s. And um, he was convicted by God that I want you to uh, uh, speak against the slave trade and, and what right. they were doing as an authority. Because they were promoting the slave trade. Uh, I'm asking you to come against it. And <laughs> he, uh, he really had to seek God's will. Uh, and there's a great movie about this, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he struggled with, yeah, but um, I'm nobody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, there's no way I can see this uh, affecting. And shouldn't I just focus on on how I live within that uh, thing. Mm-hmm. He said, well, I'm calling you to speak against it. And right. uh, and so he, and by the way, he started to, got a lot of resistance. Uh, he actually wanted to quit. Mm. But he had a body, uh, a community around him. Uh, and they gathered and, okay, what's God's will? And they confirmed, hey, hey, stay with it. Mm-hmm. Stay with it. Now, by the way, uh, and this is cool, um, he didn't come at it by attacking the other legislators. Right. God kept telling him, do it with honor and respect. Just speak, keep speaking the truth. Keep speaking the truth. Uh, bring, bring people uh, with you, you know, that can uh, uh, speak the truth. Uh, uh, and so, by the way, he brings Newton, who was a slave trader. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got converted and realized that what he was doing was wrong. And he wrote, he's one, you know, he wrote fantastic songs um, that are, that we sing as hymns right today. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he was a slave trader, got converted, 
understood it, well, Wilberforce got linked up with him and said, you need to come and share your story. Um, and by the way, it's about God. See, it was about God. God said. Right. God said. Uh, so he actually stayed with it. And it was many, many, many years. And they took the vote and lost, took the vote and lost, took the vote and lost. Stay with it. Stay with it. Mm. Uh, with honor and respect. And the, and with the honor cool, and respect. That's a big and the, part. And the cool thing was that as he then wound up at a place where they agreed with him mm-hmm. and they and they said, okay, this is it. We're going to stop it. Um, and we're going to rule against it. Everybody said through the whole thing, we, we always respected you. Mm. Um, we didn't agree with oh, you. That's beautiful. We didn't agree that with you. But could still respect it. But we respected you because you respected us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw the truth now. We see the truth now. So uh, it's not that... God can't use you and or people you're involved with in a healthy, respectful way to say, well, I'd like you to actually work against what the government has said because it's not mm-hmm. right. Um, let me let me show you the way. Uh, so, but the fundamental premise is um, I'm asking you to follow the law of the land and don't fight against it per se. There'll be mm-hmm. there'll be situations. We're going to talk at situations here, right? Uh, but follow, you know, what the law of the land is. Uh, okay. Uh, he says something more about this. Go to Matthew twenty-two, uh, fifteen to twenty-two, and this is he adds to this. Uh, go ahead and read that. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle him in his words. And they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians saying, teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully. And you do not care about anyone's opinion for you are not swayed by appearances. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice said, why put me to the test? You hypocrites show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. And Jesus said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said, Caesar's. Then he said to them, therefore, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. When they heard it, they marveled and they left him and went away. Okay. Uh, So he's taken this a little bit further. Um, And well, are you supposed to follow the authorities or not? Mm -hmm. Uh, He's asked a question. By the way, they're trying to trap him. Right. and he said, well, give me this coin. Uh, whose inscription is the Caesar's? He says, okay, render unto the authority what is due the authority and render unto God what is God's. Mm-hmm. Oh, huh. So he just added an element of our decision-making and, and our receiving God's will is that there's going to be situations that, it's appropriate to do what the government says or what the authority says. There's other other times when I'm going to give you a higher order, mm-hmm. which goes back to Matthew 10. Let it be conflicting with those around you, but right. I'm going to ask you to do something that doesn't surrender to that authority. Right, and, that, I, and we're seeing that example in Daniel. Yes, with with the food and all of that, right? In yeah, the book of Daniel. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, that uh, my instruction 
is going to be from me purely for me and I might give you something that is opposite of the authority and by definition don't follow the authority follow me because mm-hmm. it's going to be in, it's going to be in conflict right. um, and there may by the way be consequences that you got to trust me for so and you yeah. you mentioned Daniel so Daniel's a great example so uh, he was captured uh, by a Nebuchadnezzar from Babylonia mm-hmm. Uh, taken to uh, 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 Iraq, basically, uh, Babylonia, uh, under a completely different system. Mm-hmm. So he, they couldn't go to temple. Uh, they had to learn all the education of the Babylonia. Uh, you got to follow the ruler, the king, and what he says is true. Uh, and fundamentally, Daniel, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I will change what I think. Do I want to follow this guy? No. Do right. I think? Do I think anything that he says is good? No, I don't think so at all. But he's my authority, so I'm going to surrender to that authority. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Well, then he says, "Well, by the way, you got to eat meat to idols." That was given to idols, and Daniel mm-hmm. says, "I can't, I can't do that. Why? Well, because God says, no. Right? Yeah, they say so, but I say no. You can't violate what I've said to you. Okay. Well, I'm not doing it. And then he had to go through that, and he came up with, okay, well, how do I handle this? And God says, well, why don't you have him do a test? And don't eat for 10 days and see how you mm-hmm. come out. See if you're healthier than the rest of them. If you're healthy as the rest of them, then they should let you do it. Okay, let me try that. So he gives that and they find out he's healthier. And they said, yeah, okay, fine, you're, you're, you don't have to. They exempted him. And I love even that description that you just gave. God gave them a very specific to that situation um, answer for right. that question. Right. And, and an instruction to follow in that. And I love how he meets us right in that place. And that's not something they necessarily would have thought of on their own, or they could have easily just as easily said, Nope, we're not allowed to do that and stamp their foot and throw a tantrum. That's it. That's it. And that's it. And I'm taking the consequences. And there was, there's no respect or honor in that yet. What God gave them to do and present was with respect and honor. Uh, Next one is, um, uh, and by the way, uh, these tests that Daniel has, (laughs) it's over a 70 year period. Mm-hmm. We tend to think it all happened the first couple of weeks, uh, and he passed them all, and it wasn't that great. It was right because it was only a few books in the Bible, so it must have been quick, right? Yeah, well, a few <laughs> few chap few chapters. It was only a few chapters, right? Few chapters. Uh, yep. So uh, it was over seventy years, and actually four different kings. Uh, but the second one with Nebuchadnezzar uh, was uh, he has a dream. Mm-hmm. And he gathers uh, what he calls his men of wisdom, which right. Daniel by this time has become one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just part of a group of guys. Um, and he calls his, his leaders of that group and says, I've had a dream. Tell me the interpretation. So they say... <laughs> Well, tell us the dream and we'll tell you the interpretation. He said, no, mm-hmm. if you're that wise, you tell me that what I dreamt and you tell me the interpretation. Right. Uh, we can't do that. They said, okay, I'm going to kill everybody. You, your entire group, I'm going to kill. Mm. 
Well, that's an interesting authority. <laughs> uh, well, Daniel's part of that group. Mm-hmm. So he's therefore going to get killed. So he says to God, what do you have to say about this? And God says, go to him and tell him you'll, you'll do what he asks. Mm-hmm. And so Daniel, again, is, you know, uh, as he processed, so, so you're God telling me that you're going to tell me what he dreamt and give me the interpretation of what he dreamt, and I can confidently go tell him that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. He goes, look, before you kill, kill us all, how about if I spend a little bit of time with my God mm-hmm. and I'll answer what you've requested and let me come back in a day or two and let me do that. Okay, I'll give you a couple of days. Before I kill everybody, I'll give you a couple of days. Okay, so right. God gives him the dream and the interpretation of the dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he makes, Daniel makes a statement uh, that he says, I want everybody to know none of this has been given to me because I'm any good. Right. He says, I'm not skilled at this. I've, I haven't, I'm not somebody special. I just asked God. Right. And God gave me the answer. And he gave me the, not only the answer of what to do, but then he fulfilled what he said he's going to do. Right. And that description you just gave is that perfect illustration of humility before God. Yeah, absolutely. And confidence. Then going, you know, going to the king and saying, I will be able to do this for you because God said he's going to give it to me. That's right. Um, you know. So then he got released and, hey, thank you. Uh uh, and he didn't kill kill the guys, including mm-hmm. Daniel and his friends. Okay, uh, the next time, uh, the king has been uh, persuaded to build a basically a, a idol totem that's eighty feet high, mm-hmm. uh, and everybody has to worship him. Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, And Daniel implied there, although he wasn't specifically involved in this uh, one uh, scenario. uh, What do you got to say about that? No. Right. You can't do it. Uh, God, there's a consequence to this. If Mm -hmm. we don't do this, we're getting thrown in the fire. Right. And we're we're dead. We're dead. We're going to die. God says, yeah, I know. Trust me. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't do this. I'm telling you, no, do not do this. Okay. Uh, And they make the statement. Nope, we can't do it. You said to do it. And this, see, we're trying to describe the authority issue. Right. The authority says this, but God says, sorry, no. In this case, I am saying, do not follow what the authority says. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's a consequence to that. It's okay. Let me get let me get you through that. I'll show you through it. And, and they make a statement. God said no. Mm-hmm. We trust him completely. And even if we die because of this consequence, we're good with it. Right. We we trust God completely. And hey, if we're gonna go be be home with him, we're going home. Um, they get thrown in the fire. Three of them. What do they see in there? Four people. An angel. Yes. <laughs> they saw Jesus. They probably saw Jesus yeah. in there. Uh, they saw four people in there. Um, they don't have one thing happen to them. And, and and I don't know if you've been around fire, but uh, if you get, I've been, <laughs> I've been close to a fire, right? Where it singed my my uh, <laughs> eyebrows. eyebrows, 
and it smelled. Mm-hmm. You could smell it. Um, well, they were in the fire, which was heated up multi-times hotter, so right. they would make sure they got killed. They come out, and there wasn't a single singe anywhere on their body, and it didn't smell. Amazing, right? God completely protected them, and Nebuchadnezzar says, oh, uh, look at this. Uh, okay, from now on, everyone just, uh, you, you don't have to worship me. Actually worship Daniel's God. Mm-hmm. Uh, because obviously, you know, he's done something else. Uh, the, the lion, you know, that uh, you got you to gotta stop praying publicly. Uh, by the way, Daniel could have said, okay, the consequence is death. So mm-hmm. God, I, th- I think the best way to handle this is I'll just go and pray privately. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this publicly anymore. I'm going to do it privately. Is that, isn't that okay? And God says, no, it's not okay. You, you keep doing what you're doing. Right. Violate, you violate what they've said and you just stay with me. And you know, I want you publicly to do it. Dan- okay. Daniel does it. They said, okay, that's it. They throw him in the lion's den. Mm-hmm. Well, normally he's going to get killed. And by the way, right. he was willing to go to that. Con- this, is, this is what we're trying to set up here is in all these scenarios, there were, all, there were always negative consequences. Right. They didn't change what they heard God say because of mm-hmm. the negative consequence. Exactly. It was, what would you say to me, even though it violates an authority that has said you should? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so that means that our real authority isn't the government. Generally speaking, yep, follow what they say. But there's going to be times when I'm going to tell you differently and you follow mm-hmm. me. And don't let the government authority alter your decision of what I'm speaking to you. So that, like, for example, uh, we got two examples here. Uh, the COVID or the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, and I'm hearing this, is I don't think I'm supposed to take it, but there's a negative consequence to that. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, I guess I should take it so to avoid the negative consequence. Mm. And God is saying, no, stop. Don't even think about the negative consequence to start with. Right. What do I have to say to you about my instruction mm-hmm. for you, my will for you? Get that, get that settled. Uh, right. And then we'll go deal with the negative consequence. Um, mm-hmm. I'll show you what to do about that including, and they were all in that same place, if I re- actually experience this, I'm okay with it. Right. Okay. And that goes on both sides, wherever his instruction lands. If he's instructing you to say, get the vaccine, and you're like, but I see all this research of all these negative consequences. If his instruction is best, none better, you go regardless of the consequence. Exactly, exactly. You so know, that on, you on don't, either side. On either side. So you don't let the group think. Yes. Uh, whether it's the authority or the you know people in your church. Same thing with uh, starting a new church. Uh, and this is true all the time. Is that um, <laughs> when, if you're a member of a church and you say I'm going to go start a new church, they're going to tell you no. No, you stay here. Right. You be part of this. Well, generally speaking, you know, again, on, on major, uh, most issues of the church, you're going to say, okay, 
but your question is to God, well, what would you say about this? Mm-hmm. Um, and see, God may say to you, no, I actually, I want you to leave that church and go ahead and start a new. I'll give you, an, <laughs> I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, Linda and I were in Boulder, Colorado, uh, attending a large, uh, the, actually one of the largest churches in Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, which we enjoyed. We loved it. Uh, uh, and the preacher was a biblically, pr- biblical preacher, and it was, it was fun. Uh, well, they didn't have a, a, a young marriage class, so Linda and I uh, started a young marriage class, which they sanctioned. Um, mm-hmm. And we went from zero kids to uh, 50 couples. We had 100 people. Wow. And all we're doing is teaching them the Word of God and how to live out life, and they were excited about it. It was, th- mm-hmm. it was vibrant. <clears throat> but we noticed something. None of those kids are going to church. So I said, hey, what are you, why aren't you going to church? You need to be worshiping. You need to go to church. Right. We don't like it. What do you mean you don't like it? Uh, it's it's uh, organ music and choirs. We want, we've, we've been exposed to some contemporary worship. That's mm-hmm. what we would really like to do. And it's too boring for us. I said, oh, okay. Uh, I said, if, if they had that, would you go? Oh, yeah, sure. So <laughs> I go to the pastor. And said, look, we, I got 100 kids. Uh, you have three services. Mm-hmm. Take one of those services and convert it to a contemporary service. And I said, interesting enough, in my class are musicians. And they'll do, they'll do it. Right. Uh, and you just preach what you're going to preach. Tell us what you're doing. And we'll build the worship service around that. And all you got to do is convert one of them. And by the way, it was in a university town, University of Colorado. Mm, I said, so if you have potential to draw so many, I said, if you do this, you'll be the hit of Boulder. You'll be the hit of Colorado. No, we're not doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we're not changing it and we don't care and we're not going to do it. So tell them everybody, no, they got to come to church. That's it. Uh, so I go back to the class and said, they're not willing to, to consider that. That's the authority we're under. Um, and what do you got to say about that? Let's go to God, see what he has to say about that. So we go to God and God says, um, uh, I'd like you to consider, uh, breaking off and starting a new church. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we said, okay, we'll consider that. So we pray. And, and our prayer was this, God send somebody to, uh, come if they come and we see it, we'll, we'll start it and join it mm-hmm. and, and we'll be willing to go. Um, and even some of the discussion then was, yeah, but the church told us we couldn't go. I mm-hmm. said, well, there's two fundamental things about the church issue. One is there's a freedom <laughs> that we have mm-hmm. uh, that this is not the church, it's a church. Right. So we could, we could have the freedom to go elsewhere um, if we feel led to. And then secondly, God said, consider it. Right. So we have so to we've follow. We've got to listen to God on and that. It's gonna, no. it, and I t- I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you guys right now, there's going to be conflict with this. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. God will show us a way. So, um, so we pray, 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 pray. And it's like six, seven months. Uh, and they walk into our session and say, we heard God said it's you and Linda. Mm. And I said, uh, what? <laughs> um, I got a business. I'm in business. I, you know, I, no, you know, I didn't hear that. And they said, well, you said to go seek God. And that's what we're hearing. You got to go seek God. And so, 
we do. And, um, and so what I say is, well, God, if this is true, mm-hmm. then show me the way and bring people around me. I said, not these people, because none of them have started a church. So um, bring, bring people that know what they're doing. And if, and if you do, then I'll, I'll join it, you know? And so literally, uh, a one month later, we're sitting in my living room with, mm-hmm. with, uh, 20 people that moved from out of state to Colorado, Boulder, Colorado, uh-huh. that all have started churches. Wow. And they, you know, through people sharing, Hey, we're thinking about thinking about, okay, we'd like to be, we'd like to talk to you about that. They're, mm-hmm. they're all in my living room saying, we know how to do this. We understand the process. We understand about abiding. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, okay, when do you want to do this? They said, let's, let's start next week. Wow. And, and we literally started next week, the following week. Uh, and I went to the, I went to the pastor mm-hmm. and I told him, I said, I'm going to let you know that we are starting a, a new church. It's going to be a contemporary church. Uh, you know, we're dinky, we're small, we're nobody. Uh, I doubt if it'll impact your church much. Um, and we would like you to bless us. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually have formally sent me a letter saying, we will not bless you. Wow. Um, and we, we oppose what you're doing. Mm. So we went to God and said, are we supposed to surrender to that, try to bring it under that? And he said, right. nope, nope. I've called you to something new. Uh, now, he, he said this is really critical, and we'll get into this. Um, you just go do what you're going to do, and you don't need to even talk about your, bad, your church at all. Mm-hmm. So don't tell them, uh, well, they said, and they aren't, and they're bad, and they're this or that. Right. It's just go follow me and, and, and you bless them mm-hmm. by supporting them uh, verbally, uh, uh, obviously not supporting them by staying there, but you're going to go. So, um, and I'll tell, I'll tell the rest of the story actually tomorrow, but um, it's exactly what the situation we're talking about with people who are looking at starting new churches or part of new churches mm-hmm. uh, or new bodies uh, that, there's no universal answer, mm-hmm. just like the vaccine. We're trying to say there's no universal answer. You tend to be under authority, generally speaking, follow that. But higher than that is render unto God what's God's. Right. And what does that mean? Well, what do you have to say, and, and what are you up to mm-hmm. that you want me to join, even though it may cause conflict, and by the way, be opposite of the authority that you put me under? Right, and that's where the the clarity has to come, uh, not because I'm mad. Mm-hmm. Um, if I went and started a church because well I'm mad at those guys, I'm going to do it anyway. But I didn't hear that from God. Right. It's it's going to fall right on his face. Absolutely, um, and I'm going to be in turmoil about it because I want I'm not following God. I'm not in peace. I'm doing it out of anger. I'm doing it out of hostility right. or judgment. So. We'll talk more about this tomorrow. Uh, if you have questions as we're starting to raise up, send them in, uh, and we'll we'll pick them up and talk about them. Uh, we're going to continue this discussion uh, tomorrow, uh, and there's lots more to process. So yes, so absolutely. Stay stay tuned and come on back. <laughs> All right. Have a great day, everyone. Okay. Thanks for joining okay. us. We look forward to tomorrow. Okay. See you, Kathy.
Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.